God, in the name of Jesus, I pause to say thank you. Thank you for this beautiful day, this beautiful, cool, sunshiny day. A day that was not promised to me, nor any of us that survived yesterday. We thank you, Lord God, for all the things that you have bestowed upon us, all of your perfect gifts, all of your grace and mercy, all of your loving kindness, all of your faithfulness. God, I thank you. I thank you for sustaining me, for keeping me, for keeping us, for keeping us together as a church family, for watching over us, for guiding us, for nurturing us, for blessing us, Lord God, for keeping us safe. We thank you today, Lord God. And I pray, Father God, that this word will go forth with love, with power, with purpose, with might. Father God, let it not fall on deaf ears, Lord God, but on open ears and open hearts and open minds, Father God. I thank you. May this word go forth as you have given it to me, Lord God. May I say everything that I'm supposed to say and nothing that I'm not. I thank you, Lord God. I can't thank you enough for all the things that you keep on doing in my life in our lives, as the people of God. You keep on blessing us, Father God, and even though we don't deserve it, you keep on blessing us anyways. And for that I say thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you would turn with me into the book of Ruth. Studying and preaching out of the Old Testament, this last quarter of the year, talking about spiritual friends this month. Today we're going to talk about the story of Ruth and Naomi. Ruth, first chapter, verses six through nineteen, and then verse twenty-two. I'll be reading from the NIV today. You have it, say amen. Amen. When she heard in Moab that the Lord had come to aid of his people by providing food for them, Naomi and her daughters-in-law prepared to return home from there. With her two daughters-in-law, she left the place where she had been living and set out on the road that would take them back to the land of Judah. Then Naomi said to her daughters-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show kindness to you, as you have shown to your dead and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Then she kissed them, and they wept aloud, and said to her, We will go back with you to your people. But Naomi said, Return home, my daughters. Why would you come with me? Am I going to have any more sons who could become your husbands? Return home, my daughters. I am too old to have another husband. Even if I thought there was still hope for me, Even if I had a husband tonight and then gave birth to sons, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? 
No, my daughters, it is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has gone out against me. At this they wept again. Then Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye. But Ruth clung to her. Look, said Naomi, your sister-in-law is going back to her people and her gods. Go back with her. But Ruth replied, don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. When Naomi realized that Ruth was determined to go with her, she stopped urging her. So the two women went on until they became until they came to Bethlehem. When they arrived in Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the woman exclaimed, can this be Naomi? Verse 22. So Naomi returned from Moab, accompanied by Ruth, the Moabitess, her daughter-in-law arriving in Bethlehem as the barley harvest was beginning. Lord, a blessing for the reading, hearers, and doers of this word. You may be seated. Friends are hard to come by. (laughs) Let alone finding a spiritual friend to walk with you during the hard times. In the book of Ruth, we find the story of two women who were destined to be together regardless of what life brought them. One lost a husband and two sons. Another one lost a husband. But they both suffered loss nonetheless. Naomi was not so happy about her loss because she had to return back to her hometown empty-handed. You know how sometimes when you leave the hood and you go off and become successful, then. You go back to the hood and contribute and show the people how successful you've been and you bring all of your accolades with you and all of your fanfare with you. But in Naomi's case, she had nothing to return home to brag about. They both suffered loss. But Ruth, on the other hand, wasn't so saddened by her loss because she felt like she was getting a new start in a new place. And so she followed Naomi back to her homeland. She left her country, left her family. She left what she knew you know, from childhood. She just left everything behind to follow this woman to her country. <coughs> Naomi became her ride or die. Anybody got a ride or die? Yeah. <laughs> Ruth is the story of a pagan girl whose strong faith lies in stark contrast to the rebellious Israelites and a powerful statement of God's compassion on anyone who truly trusts him. How many of us really trust God? A lot of times we say we do, but when times get tough, when we suffer loss, pain, heartache, sickness, do we still 
trust him? Because of severe famine in Israel, Elimelech journeyed to Moab with his wife Naomi and their two sons. One son married Ruth and the other one married Orpah. Both were Moabite women. And after the death of Naomi's husband and sons, she decided to return to Bethlehem. Now Naomi's daughters-in-law wanted to go with her, but she encouraged them to remain in Moab and find them some new husbands. Anybody ever encourage you to find you somebody new? Yeah. <laughs> Orpah decided to stay, but not Ruth. She refused to leave her mother-in-law's side. <laughs> Ruth emphatically declared these unforgettable words found in verse 16. And a lot of, you know, lesbian couples that were married prior to the Gay Marriage Act, we would find preachers or ministers using this verse. Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. <laughs> Where you stay. I will stay. Your people will be my people, and your God, my God. My Lord. What does a spiritual friend look like? Look at the story of Ruth and Naomi. Why would I imply that Ruth was a friend, quote unquote, because most people that I've met do not get along with their mother-in-laws. Why? Because they're too busy fighting for the affection of the mother-daughter relationship or mother-son relationship. So this loyal and loving relationship between Ruth and Naomi was very rare and still is today. How many people like their in-laws? Let's be truthful. How many people get along with their mother-in-law, father-in-law? How many people get along with their relatives by marriage? Not a whole lot of people. So this relationship was rare. Ruth knew her place was to remain with Naomi. Orpah, on the other hand, her phase had ended. Her story ended right there. She wasn't meant to go on to phase two of the plan. See, everybody that you feel you can bring along with you is not meant to go along with you because they could stifle your growth. They could delay the progress. So you want to make sure you take people along with you who are supposed to be with you and not people who you want to be with you. Everybody you call friend doesn't necessarily think of you as a friend. Oh, oh they just might uh, lose some points hanging out with you. I might lose my butch points if I hang out with the films. Or I might lose my film points if I hang out with the butch. Or if I'm a lipstick lesbian, I'm confused. Now which way do I go? So people may not think you as cool as you think they think you are when your name is mentioned in certain company. So be careful who you call your friend because they may not necessarily consider you as their friend. You might mess up their bad boy or bad girl rep. So watch yourself. Some try to hide things that might want to prevent from hurting your feelings, but I tell people all the time, I got big shoulders and I got an even bigger God. Mm -hmm. And whatever is for me is for me. And can't nobody stop it but me. So go on and do what you need to do. If you need to leave, go ahead on. I have the spirit of goodbye. So long. Holla at your boy. (laughs) Just look around. All the people that come through these doors and that have come and gone, they have left. But that didn't stop us from excelling, did it? Lord Lord. Lord planted our feet on 
higher ground and he's still elevating us to higher heights and greater faiths. So it doesn't matter who stays with you. If they're supposed to be with you, right. they'll remain with right, you. Right. See, God had already set aside Ruth's blessing, but in another place, not her hometown. Not the town that she knew of, not through her family and friends that she was familiar with, but in a totally different location. God relocated her to higher ground and to greater faith. So Ruth moved on with Naomi. Little did she know, Naomi had rich relatives. <laughs> so you never know who you meet along this journey. Just when you think they don't have much to offer, that may, may be the very person that could offer you the most. I share this story periodically when I'm in mixed company about a, an older woman who came to a church that we used to attend. And she was old and bent over and, you know, she didn't have no stately look and she looked poor and she really didn't have any friends. And so she came to visit the first time. She walked through the doors and no one ever spoke to her, greeted her, acknowledged her presence. So she left and she came back a second time. Mm -hmm. Same experience. No one acknowledged the fact that she was alive or that she was present. And so she left and she never came back. Mm -hmm. She met a friend along the way in a seniors club and she says, you know, I went to this church and I wanted to bless this church, but no one seemed to have any Christ-like characteristics. My Lord. So I decided to take my million dollars somewhere else. <laughs> Never judge a book by its cover. The very people who you look down upon are the very people who could bless you. So God had already set Ruth's blessings aside. It's really not who you know. It's who God places in your life who can bless you. Think about that. I call them spiritual friends with benefits. Hello, somebody. So see, these so-called friends that we refer to, I refer to them as associates and acquaintances because I find them in areas that I wouldn't necessarily participate in or doing things that I wouldn't necessarily do. They might lead me down the wrong track. I'm trying to be friends with them because I think that they can usher me into the different location or to another level, and those friends are no good. So God said, mm -mm, leave them alone. Spiritual friends won't try to hold you back. They want to see you prosper. They want to see you do well. I remember when I first met Sister Marjorie. I tried to send her away like Naomi tried to send Ruth and Oprah away. I said, there's a place that's close by. You can go worship there. God has said, God has said no, you need to take her with you. And she's been with us since day one. We've seen her blossom and grow. And I'm not saying that I had anything to do with it, but when the house is when the when the head is blessed, the house is blessed. That's what I was told growing up as a kid. So if the head is blessed, the tail is blessed. When the head is blessed, the house is blessed. When the leader is blessed, the followers are blessed. So that since we've met Marjorie, since she's been on our team, we have seen her grow and blossom and accomplish and still growing and still blossoming and still accomplishing. My Lord. Amen. 
Same for the Aaron lines. I remember when I first met them. I remember when I first met Sister Deirdre. And I shared this story a bit last week, how she was just glassed over coming to church, coming out of habit, just to see if I was going to be just like the rest of them. But she soon found out that I'm not. I am who I am. Yes, I do cry. Yes, I do get angry. Yes, I do get ticked off. Yes, people do get on my nerves. And no, I don't like everybody. That makes me what? Human. Imagine that. Imagine a preacher being human. Imagine a pastor being human. Imagine a mom or a parent being human. Imagine a daughter or a sister being human. Couldn't possibly be human. Jesus was human. He got angry. <clears throat> so it's, it's, don't be surprised <clears throat> when you see people act out of character sometimes because they might be having a bad day. Right. That's okay. Excuse me. My throat is dry. <clears throat> God honors our dedication to each other. God sees your dedication to this church. He sees your support. You support the church and you support the under shepherd, which is me. And so God honors that. And so when God saw Ruth honoring Naomi, even though she had suffered loss just like she did, God blessed her. Now, Ruth had a rich relative named Boaz. We've all heard about people finding their Boaz. I'm looking for my Boaz, my Boazette. <laughs> You've heard the story. <clears throat> now, Ruth had no idea who Boaz was, but as she was gleaning behind the reapers, as she was picking up their leftovers that they were leaving, Boaz spotted her in the field. Now, mind you, they arrived during the barley and harvest. So that means the blessing was coming. The harvest was coming. They had planted, so now it's time to reap the harvest. Mm -hmm. So because of Ruth's dedication to Naomi and her loyalty to not leave her side no matter what, Boaz was honored by that. Boaz was a distant cousin of her husband of Naomi's husband. So he appreciated Ruth for staying with her and sticking by her. And so he blessed her. Now he tried to, to pawn her off on a closer relative of Naomi's, but the guy said, hey, I'll take the land, but I don't want the woman that comes with the land. Mm. <laughs> so never mind. You can keep the land and the woman. So that opened up the door for Boaz to say, well, I'll take her as my wife. And I will bless her beyond measure. And I will give her the desires of her heart. Mm -hmm. And so when you continue to sow mm -hmm. into good soil, mm -hmm. when it's harvest time, you're going to reap your harvest. Mm -hmm. So when Ruth was ready to reap her harvest, she was in the right place at the right time in the fields gleaning from the reapers. Picking up their leftovers, picking up their overflow, picking up their blessings. Many times we doubt because there's no crowd. But remember that there was a crowd that shouted, Hosanna, Hosanna, 
And then that same crowd shortly after that was shouting, stone him. See, this crowd will turn on you like this Texas weather, unpredictable. Yeah. All these fair weather Cowboys fans, they only like them when they winning. Right. So be careful who you connect to and follow. You're not meant to follow everybody. See, Ruth trusted Naomi's God. She was a pagan. Her faith was in Naomi's God. So apparently when people are trusting you with the God you worship and the Jesus that you serve, be careful how you live your life because they are watching you. And even though she was going to a foreign land with foreign people, she still trusted her God. She said, your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Where you go, I'll go. Where you die, I'll die. I'm not going to leave your side. And because Ruth was faithful to her, her spiritual friend and daughter-in-law, she was blessed beyond measure. You never know who you might meet along this journey. I've met some pretty powerful people thus far. People who wanted to dictate to me what I should and shouldn't do. And then they would bless me if I did. And then God said no. Not them either. He says, I will bless you in time. I will elevate you in time. You have sown all these years, and you will reap your harvest in due season. This was Ruth's season. So at the right time, you'll also reap your harvest. My Lord. <clears throat> so stay on board. <coughs> Excuse me. I talk too much. Funny coming from a preacher, right? <laughs> so you have to stay on board. You have to stay with the cause. You have to stay the course. Because sooner or later, God is going to just show up one day and say, surprise, here's a blessing. Surprise, here's your degree. Surprise, here's that other car. Surprise, here's that raise. Surprise, here's a new job. Here's a new promotion. Here's a new book. Surprise, surprise. Surprise, I want to bless you. I want to buy 50 copies. I want to buy 70 copies. I want to buy 100 copies. Okay, well, go on Amazon.com. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. (laughs) So in due season, if we just stay the course, like Ruth did, then God's promises are immeasurable. And he always makes good on his promise. Amen? You never know what you can produce with the right crop. Y'all are the right crop. We have been planting for many seasons now. And in due time, God will provide us with our own space. But we just have to wait for that time to come. In the meantime, we keep on sowing. We keep on walking. We keep on moving. We keep on preaching. We keep on praying. We keep on believing God, just like Ruth did. And God will come through for us. No matter what the weather brings you, keep a raincoat, My Lord. some rain boots, mm-hmm. an umbrella, and a good spiritual friend mm-hmm. to help you weather the storm. Yeah. The Bible tells us that two is better than one, yeah. for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help, but someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated. 
but two can stand back to back. Two can stand back to back. Two can stand back to back. I got your back, you got mine. Yeah. I got your back, you got mine. Keep turning. I got your back, you got mine. I see behind you. See you see what's coming ahead. I see what's coming behind. I got your back. Two. We can watch out for each other. I got your back and you got my back. So that way when danger comes, that way when danger comes, we are already aware and alert and ready for action. We're ready for battle. I got my Boaz, is it? Amen. <laughs> She's my yes, ride or die. Yes, she is. I know she got my back. Well. <laughs> she got my front. Well. She I got my side. And she got my side. Hey, now. Can I get that front again? Oh, no. <laughs> so I know. I know. I know. I know. If I had to go to battle today, she'd be on the front line with well. me. So we got to have a, a Naomi in our lives. We got to have that spiritual connection, that spiritual friend. I know if I need something from Sister Marjorie. Well, I know she with me all the way. She got my back. She yes, said, I'm with man. your pastor. Mm-hmm. She said, I got your pastor. Mm-hmm. I see your pastor. I support you, pastor. I believe in you. I believe in God's church. Mm-hmm. She's had my back. Mm-hmm. All this time, and she never let my hand go. All this time, I got your pastor. Mm-hmm. I got your pastor. And not necessarily saying it, but being here. Showing up every time she can. When she ain't at work, she at church. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So I know she got my back, and then my body going, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? And she told me too? And she brought it me too? Not necessarily heavier than me. <laughs> Even though she down in her back, in the name of Jesus, Amen. By His stripes, look at this Got a pistol up. What's that? What's that in my back there? Is that a pistol back there? I know she got my back. It's there. It's there. And even though she might be in severe pain, I bet you that pain to go away if Pastor was under attack. Amen. Amen. <laughs> what pain? What pain? What you mean? Hallelujah. So when you know you got people on your side, it makes for an easier life. Yes, we all have our struggles. We all do. We all have our heartaches and pains. We have all suffered loss in some shape, form, or fashion. But that doesn't mean we give up on each other and leave each other. We stay the course. We stand firm with each other. We protect one another. We cut for one another. I cut for y'all. My Lord. In a minute, say something else about my member. Say something else. Say something else. Oh, I go pinky on them. <laughs> say something else. <laughs> I ain't playing. <laughs> Y'all know at 53 and plus, you know, you can just say what you want to say. <laughs> it's my birthday. So you have to make sure that you know who's with you. Can I trust you to stay with me? My Lord. Can I trust you to stay with me? Can I trust you to be my roof? Where I'll go, where you go. 
My God, your God. My Lord. My people, your people. Boaz. The kinsman. Meaning redeemer. Protector. He had to be the kinsman for Ruth. In charge of her, per se, to protect her. Not to rule over her. But to not leave her uncovered. This gives us a full picture of how Christ is our Redeemer. And as we depend on our spiritual friends to lead us, let us always rely on God. Because God has redeemed us, he will protect us, and he will continue to bless us along this journey. Amen? Amen. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this word today. We thank you for spiritual friends. We thank you for all that you keep doing. I thank you for the Naomi's that you have placed in my life. I thank you, Lord God, for all the people here today. My Lord. These are my ride or die. And I thank you, Lord God, for them. I thank you that we have become a family. Not just by name, but by spirit, through your spirit. We thank you, God, for placing us in each other's lives to lift us up, to keep us smiling and keep us happy and help us through the rough days and help us through the tough times and see us through the uncertain times. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you for this beautiful birthday that you've given me with people who actually love me and like me too. Praise God. I thank you, God, for every good and perfect gift because I know it comes from up above. I thank you, Lord God, because I know my strength comes from you. When I look up, I am strong. When I look up, I am blessed. When I trust you, I am so ever blessed. And I thank you, God. I thank you, God, for the word. I thank you for the word that you have put in my belly. I thank you for your spirit. I thank you for sending Jesus to die on the cross for us. And as we move into our communion service, Lord God, let us be mindful of the sacrifice that Jesus made for all of us so that we can continue to be a church family. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.